How do you follow that, hey? We're so thankful for the young lives that, that God gives us. And to us as a church here at the Nations, children and young people are very, very special. And uh, we want to, of course, thank so many people today as part of that presentation, all of the children, the young people, the workers, uh, young men who wrote the Stomp song. How about that? How about we do that in main service? Yeah? We'll do the Stomp song in main service. And, uh, of course, we want to thank the parents, you parents as well, who, together with the ministry, just uh, help the young people, the children, to capture the truth of God. And I pray that as we listened and, and watched that this morning, that, that it, it was much more than just, you know, a great presentation that the children gave to us. There was some amazing truth in that. And our prayer is that that truth will resound in our hearts and will cause our lives to be changed as that truth becomes a living reality. I don't want to add really anything to that. I just want to to say one thing as we close our service this morning. And that is this, that, that the man Jesus of Nazareth has proven to be perhaps the most controversial figure ever in history. There are people, and some of those people are here, who love him so much that they would willingly die for him. And there are others who throughout history and even today are at the other end of the spectrum who would say that Jesus is a fake, Jesus is just a a political figure, he is maybe a good person that did good things, but he's so irrelevant for today. And, And many today are trying to dissuade people to believe in Jesus. But I think as we look at the facts, and that is really what we have looked at today, facts about Jesus, about his birth, about his life, about his death, his resurrection. And I thought what uh, Maddie told us about those, those statistics concerning the prophecies of his, of his life were, were quite astounding. The, that mathematical possibility of those things that were prophesied about Jesus coming true is just too big for our brains to imagine. But they did. Jesus was the one who God promised as the Messiah. And as he was born in a miraculous way, and as he lived his perfect life, as he went around teaching about God and who God really is and about what he called the kingdom of God, So he created such a stir, and that stir has continued. But one thing is true about Jesus. You cannot ignore him. Whether you've come to this service this morning, and you don't believe in Jesus, or whether Jesus is the very center of your life, one thing is true. We cannot ignore him. We have to take the facts We have to take what is true. We have to apply them to our own lives. And I want to encourage you to be believers in what God says, not man's opinion. Jesus Christ 
did come to this earth as the Son of God, as a man. He lived a perfect life. He died on a cross at Calvary in the way that a criminal would die, but not as a criminal. But what was happening is this, that those things which we do in in our lives today, which separate us from God, the Bible calls it sin. And sin are those things in our lives which keep us away from God. God created us to have union with him. But it was that sin that separated us. And Jesus, Jesus is the one who was punished in our place. That's what happened at Calvary. That's what that was all about. Some of the people of that day thought that they were getting rid of a troublemaker. And I'm sure if we could look into the the realms of the spirit, as it were, the devil was thinking also that he had got rid of this Jesus. But what was really happening was that God was taking the punishment of our sin and he was laying it on his son. And he punished Jesus in our place. And you saw on that uh, video how that the various things that we do wrong that keep us away from God were all put on Jesus. And as Jesus died, as he took our punishment, as he made a way for us to come back to God, so we now have access to things such as real life and forgiveness and peace and joy and we can come close to God. And as we close, I want, I want to say this one thing to every one of us this morning. Wherever we stand in our perception of who Jesus is, I want us to be sure of this one thing, that we may We may think of Jesus as a baby in a manger, or we may see him as a miracle worker. We may see him as somebody who died as an innocent person, a most horrific death. But all of those things, my friends, all of those things were done for us. And even more personal than that, Jesus was born Jesus lived a perfect life. Jesus was crucified for you and for me. He is much more than just an historic figure. He is much more than just the main character of this book called the Bible. He is the only one by which we can come close to God. There is no other way. The Bible says, and it quotes some words that Jesus said. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. And no one comes to God the Father except through me. So how do we get right with God? 
Do we simply believe that Jesus was this miracle worker, this amazing historic character? Do we just say, okay, I believe that he existed? No. Becoming a Christian, getting right with God, coming close to God is much more of a personal experience than simply believing with our minds. It is when we accept and receive Jesus personally as the only one that can make us right with God. The only one that can bring us close to God. The only one who could ever deal with our sin. The only one who can make us right before a holy God. It is when we receive him in our hearts. When we believe in our hearts that not only is Jesus a good man. Not only was he the son of God. But Jesus is our saviour. My friends, that is what Christmas is all about. That is why Jesus came to this earth. And when we receive Jesus, when we make him the Lord, the master of our life, our entire lives are changed. Not just in heaven, not just when we die, but right here. And right now, one of the most powerful things that can happen to us is when we receive Christ as our Lord, that we make him the master of our lives. We turn our back on serving ourselves, and we choose to serve Jesus Christ. We choose to make him the Lord of our lives. And there are people, there are people here this morning that you can talk to who have experienced right here, right now, such power of God setting them free from the power of sin, bringing hope into their hearts, giving them a future. People who have seen the power of sin that has been in their lives for so long, just broken. And it's not because they're good people. It's not just because they attend church. It's not because they pray. It's not just because they read their Bible. It is purely because Jesus Christ has died for their sin and they have received him as their savior. And this is the good news. This is the good message. If you have never done that before, if you have never given your life to Jesus, here is the great message of this Christmas. You can do that. Jesus is still saving people from their sin. And right here, right now, today, he can become your savior. He can become the Lord of your life. And as we close our service, we're going to pray. And we're going to have opportunity to come to God and receive 
His Son, Jesus Christ, as our Savior. I want to encourage you at this Christmas time, look beyond the manger. Look beyond the, the nativity scene with all of its traditional cuteness and look to the one who gave his life for you, the one who died but was raised again from the dead so that we can experience eternal life, so that we can be close to God. Would you pray with me? Let's close our eyes. We're all praying together. Father God, we thank you that through this this presentation of the children and the young people this morning, that you have spoken to us this good message that God so loved the world, that God so loves us today, that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him, whoever receives him as their savior, need not die or perish, but can experience everlasting life. God, we thank you that you did not send Jesus into this world to condemn us, but that through him and only through him, we might be saved. We may know what it is to be set free from our sin, free from the power of sin, that sin which separates us from you, God. And through Jesus, we can be brought close to you. We can be forgiven. We can be made right. Your word says, God, that we can be like a new creation. Father, I pray that your good message, your good news would reach into every one of our hearts today and bring freedom and strength and purpose to our life. While we're in prayer, while every eye is closed, I want to ask you, just straightforward, have you ever given your life to Jesus? Do you belong to him? What does Jesus mean to you? Is he the Lord of your life? Is he the one that you live for? Have you received him into your very own hearts and received forgiveness of sins and be made right with God? If you say to to me this morning, Pastor John, no, I haven't. I don't know Jesus like that. I've only ever seen Jesus as this, this infant that everybody celebrates at Christmas time. I, I, I've seen him as somebody who died on a cross, but I've never understood. I've never come to realize that Jesus was given to be my Savior. And I would say to you this morning, would you pray with me? Would you give your life to Jesus this morning? Would you make him your savior. And, and your heart might be thinking, I'm, I'm not good enough for this. God, God, would God forgive me for what I've been like? Yes, he would. In fact, he already has. And we simply come to him this morning 
acknowledging that we have sinned in our hearts and we receive God's forgiveness. Now, every eye is closed, and I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you to do something this morning. If you, if you want to pray with me and give your life to Jesus right here and right now, I'm going to ask you, as we're praying, to quickly slip up your hand so I can see that, and then take it down again, and then we're going to pray. So if you say, Pastor, will you pray with me this morning? Because I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to get right with God. I want to come close with him. Would you pray with me? Just slip your hand up quickly so I can see, and I know who I'm praying with. Amen. Anybody else this morning? What an opportunity we have to receive Jesus as the Lord of our life. To take that first step to come close to God. God so much wants us to do this. Anybody else this morning before we pray? Let's pray. If you raised your hand then, just pray these words with me. Say, God, thank you for giving Jesus. Thank you that he died not only for the sin of the whole world, but he died for my sin. God, I thank you that you forgive me, that you change my heart, that you make me like a new person, a new creation, that you give me the gift of your Holy Spirit. God, I call you my Father, and I choose to serve you for the rest of my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen.